You are listening to the Power and Pros Podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You are tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros podcast. How are y'all doing? How are y'all feeling? I hope that everybody is doing well, staying up during these times. I know there's a lot going on in the world. There's constantly a lot going on. And so just a quick reminder and plug to reevaluate, right? We're at the basically the midpoint of the year. Reevaluate what are your tools for maintaining mental health in a positive light? What are your tools for making sure that you connect with people? If you have to have a little bit too much time alone, if you are having too much time connecting with people, what is your method to making sure that you're having time with yourself to check in with how you're feeling? Be sure that you are taking that time. It is no joke. It is real. And it is how we can maintain balance with all the things that are going on. I personally have had an array of emotions over the past few weeks. Your girl has been scared, lonely, disappointed, happy, joyful, grateful, inspired. And as I've been moving forward each day, I've been looking for assurance. Like, how should I feel? How should I navigate in this moment? God, how do I know I'm on the right track? What should I do next? How will it all pan out in the end? And so I'm asking a lot of questions during this time, doing a little bit of reflecting. And I'm going to be honest, honestly, most of my reflection is happening off the page. And then once I distill, like what the heck is happening in my head, then I'm writing things down. So a lot of my reflection isn't happening strictly by the page, which has happened in previous seasons. And I think it's because I'm in a different space. I'm allowing that time for my thoughts to wonder. And as they wonder, they're wondering in a place that's of healthy suspicion. It's of a place where I can um, really wrestle with things in, in a great way. And I'm not going in this deep, dark place. And so sometimes I think the page is great to guide your reflection because it's slowing you down, right? Your thoughts have to go at the pace of your hand as you write. And so when that happens, it kind of helps your mind to not be able to wander into these different crevices that it can go to. But right now I'm in a space where I'm allowing that to happen kind of naturally, which I'm thankful for. And so I've been able to ask a few questions. And what I'm being reminded of is that God assures through prayer and by prayer. Through prayer and by prayer. And so through prayer, I get assurance of things because I allow that space. And by prayer, you are able to speak things into existence that were not there. And you get assurance that way as well. And so no matter how our emotions may ebb and flow, God and his word is a constant. And we can come back to that in any circumstance. And so knowing that, I have to allow that space through prayer and by prayer to get the assurance that I'm seeking. I'm going to share a prose prompt with you guys as a point of reflection for the week, and then we'll dive a bit deeper into it. This week, I want to prompt you to read an old journal entry. It could be your confirmation journal if you're like me and you record your wins. It could be a regular smuggler journal where you write down your thoughts, your ideas, your grievances, right? And I want you to reflect on a certain day, a certain situation. You can read a few. I did this this morning and I read through my confirmation journal. Just days when I was intimidated by something and I got an answer. Days when 
I was happy. Like, yo, this thing popped off and I didn't expect that. And so I want you to pick a day or it could be multiple days and reflect on that situation. If things have changed since you wrote it, how does that make you feel today? What can that give you? What assurance can you grab from reading that entry, from going back to that moment? And how can you use your language today to express gratitude for that, your actions today to express gratitude for that? And so an example, I read my entry on when I got my apartment and it was just, even when I was applying for an apartment, I was like, ah, like this is crazy. I'm about to have a place to live. Like, you know what I mean? And so how I can express gratitude for that today is by cleaning up my place. I actually cleaned up yesterday. So, you know what I mean? But it's just like, let's say my space was dirty. Oh, that I can express gratitude for having this space, for having that win and the assurance that I'm going to be good is tending to the blessing that I still am able to sit in today today and so that is one thing that I want you to do if the situation has changed from the entry which it did at that point I didn't have the apartment now I do so there was a change I want to urge us to express gratitude for the changes that have happened it makes us aware that we're not in the same place that we were that we're not um, surrounded by the same circumstances and therefore it's not it's causing us not to respond in the same way there has been a shift there's been a change and our faith was met with a blessing and that's something that we don't always consciously think of and so this exercise is to help us with that Additionally, there may be some entries where things haven't happened. So if you're still in a waiting season, how can you seek what you need through prayer today? God comes through, through prayer and by prayer. And so for me, what I've shared before as we're doing the prayer calls and the group devotionals, right, is that it's causing me to pray about the same thing multiple times. There are songs called Keep Praying. There are Psalms that tell us to keep praying. There are scriptures that say pray relentlessly, right? You want to pray fervently. I've mentioned Fervent Prayers by Priscilla Shira. I read that book. Like there are just different things that urge us to continuously come to God with our requests. And so as we reflect today there may be some things that maybe you were praying about it and you was praying about it good but your faith got shaken a little bit you got some disappointment and you allowed that to kind of sit with you or you're just praying for God because there's plenty of things we need to be praying about you know what I'm saying so maybe that one area was deprioritized as you read today if you're still in a waiting season for something I'm urging us and asking us I'm prompting us to seek prayer in that space today and it could be a one word thing and that mantra could be said to God every day this week that one sentence that one word it could be something that you write on your mirror with a post-it note and you read it every day but just a consistent thing that we can bubble up it builds up our discipline with God it builds up our tolerance of needing to exercise our faith even when we have yet to see what we're looking for and it gives us assurance that God is still in the business of doing what he said he would do your ideas are your assurance your visions are your assurance your bank account is your assurance what you don't see is your assurance that you will see it god told me that this podcast will touch millions of people millions before i even started the show before i submitted my trailer to the different hosting platforms before i was on spotify before i was on apple music I was told that my podcast is going to reach millions 
of people. And let me tell y'all something. Your girl ain't hit a million yet, okay? I'm on a road to 10K, and I'm thankful for that, all right? The streams are streaming. But I'm not at a million at all. But you know what I got to hit before I get to a million? 10k and that's the mindset shift you could have that thing where it's like dang i ain't that so-and-so yet i've been doing this thing i'm coming up on three years of doing this podcast i could easily have touched a million people in three years are you joking there are people who are releasing stuff and hitting millions in weeks you know what i'm saying and so in one mindset and one posture and one lacking of faith i could be like now nah, god you done did me dirty and you're dead wrong because where's my million streams where's the people at you know and in another mindset and being full of faith and taking god what god says as word i can say that you know what i'm on my way like literally i'm getting close to 10k which i need to add up to my million it's a small change because the situation is the same but when you're seeking assurance that small change is everything it's the same in so many areas of our lives there are moments of our journey that aren't just something that we will experience but it's vital to us getting to the very outcome that we want and if we don't see it as vital, if we don't see it as a necessary step on the journey and we see it as a setback, as we see it as a detour of us not getting where we want to be, you stop applying yourself, you stop trying, you don't use your voice. When others try to affirm you, when others try to partner with you, you shut it down because you don't see the use, you don't see the point. And honestly, it just dims our light in ourselves and it causes us to dim God's light. We don't see him as shining, as bright as he is. We don't see him as the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. We don't see him as being a person who's even the one, like the channel to help us get where we're going. And so when that happens, when we say like, eh, this God thing, like he really can't get me where I'm trying to go. He can't be the only plan. He could be part of the plan, but he can't be the only plan. Then we start to get in our way. We start to make busy work. We start to get real fussy. We start to speak things because we still be talking, but we're speaking against the very thing that we're hoping for. We start working with people and not using discernment that they're actually knocking us off. They're not the people we need to be affiliated with to get where we're going. And it's all because of that lack of a mindset shift, that lack of faith, that lack of trust. The assurance that you'll get is in the knowing that you don't have it yet. And that is a is a crazy thing because when you don't have something, that's what we focus on. And we laser in on what's missing, the gap areas, and we start to make plans and we start to obsess over the fact that there's this thing that I don't have and I gotta have it. And it's not just something I want. There are times when things, they become a need. It's like, if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to be this, if I'm going to impact this, if I'm going to go here, I got to have this thing. It is a need. It's beyond a want. It is a deep, deep, deep desire. And so once we get there with whatever that thing may be, and we don't have it yet, we start to seek assurance from other things. Like, how am I going to know? How am I going to know? How am I going to know? And we unfortunately look a lot of places everywhere, but God, but the assurance that you'll get it is in the knowing that you don't have it yet. So if I think about Abraham, for example, right? God told him, 
yo, you gonna have a baby, you and Sarah, y'all gonna be good. And not only a baby, y'all gonna have a couple kids. Like, I'm gonna bless y'all a couple times over. Like, you're not even gonna be able to count the number of kids you gonna have. And they were like, what are you talking about? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't have assurance. And the reason why they didn't have assurance in that moment is because they didn't have the kids yet. And when we use that word yet, I don't have this yet, it's typically tied to our timeline. It's tied to how we see things panning out. It's tied to not getting assurance from other people. So other people was probably laughing at them like, please, like kids, y'all not having no kids. Like, you know what I mean? And so if they're seeking assurance from their village, from their uh, from their friends, and their friends don't have a faith, that yeah, God told y'all that? All right, bet. Let's start shopping for, you know what I'm saying, some strollers. Let's start getting some bottles so that way y'all good. Like, you know what I mean? That's not the support that they had. And that's not the mindset that they have for themselves. And so God spoke it. That's it. That's the assurance. And how do you know it's coming? How can you keep that faith up? The fact that you don't have it yet. Because if he say it, that's it. If he say it, it's going to pop off because he don't turn back on what he say, you know. And when we really believe that, then the assurance that we'll get it is in the knowing that we don't have it yet. How do I know? My man's, my man's streams is coming, okay. And how do I know it's still coming? Because it ain't here yet. That's the thought. That's the mindset. And it's a small shift because the situation is the same. It's how you move in the in-between. God's word has to come to pass or he's not God. If God's word don't come to pass, if he fall back on what he say, if he don't come through each and every time, then he's just like me and you. And me and you ain't running nothing. (laughs) And we know that. We're not running anything. I'm in shambles. I can't run my life. Yet alone me try to run yours, try to run this country, try to run the galaxy. There's no way I could orchestrate the birds flying outside. Like I am not in control of that. You know what I'm saying? And so... If God is God, then he's God. Like, that's it. And I think that is the the biggest thing of our faith. Like, after you have received salvation, even with salvation, right, you, you simply profess that Jesus is our Savior and that God sent him to die for us, and you're good. That's it. And for some people, that is just a hard thing to grasp because there is no doing in that. It's just a believing that God is God. That was his way to save his people. And we are recipients of that as his people. And that's it. That's the word. But if we don't believe it, you know what I'm saying? It just has a trickle down effect. And so if he sends out a word and instruction a vision, you can hold on to it because if he said it, he'll do it. That's what makes him God. All we have to do is believe. That's our portion. That's our peace. That's the the power that we have and that we get to hold. And our belief has so much more power than we realize. Our belief can spark the belief in other people. Our belief can spark a podcast that touches. Listen, I've touched thousands of people. That's crazy to me. You know what I mean? But that's the belief that when God told me to start this thing, I followed through. Even when I was down them two weeks, I didn't want to do, I listen, listen, I was like, I don't know. And then I came back. Y'all listen to me right now because I had to activate that belief again. And one thing that has helped me grasp this is prayer. Like no joke. 
when you live in your own head and allow your circumstances to tell you what it is, then even when what's in front of you doesn't tell the full story, you'll believe that it does. You'll believe that it's forever going to be cloudy, even though the report on the weather app is like, it's going to be cloudy for the next hour and then it's going to be sunshine the rest of the day. But because you're so focused on the clouds that are in the sky right now, you can't believe like you're like, I'm never going to see the sun again. And that's how some of us get because we don't get an hour by hour play on what's going to happen in our lives. We don't have a weatherman or a person that is like, yo, this going to happen at nine o'clock then this going to happen at 10 o'clock. But then you're going to get a flat on your car at 1045. So really, when you're supposed to be getting to that appointment at 11, yeah, you're not going to get there on time. So you're going to have to reschedule like you don't get that. And so what it takes in the in-between is that faith. And faith is not a face value thing. It has to go beyond. Faith is a spiritual thing. We go to another realm when we activate that. Our voices are so important. The pros that we have, the power that we have is activating things that we have no idea about. They're touching spheres and people that we have no idea the depth of what we're activating, like what it's really doing. But when you pray, praying changes your posture. It changes the posture of things around you, people around you. It can disarm some things. It can arm some things, okay? Prayer can arm you. It can disarm people that are against you. It can put some things in place. It can change hearts. It can change your heart. And I don't want you to think I'm saying just, you know, pray about it and it'll get better because that's not the full story. But I'm saying praying makes it all better. Like that's the T. You get new insights. You take the focus off your plan and you invite God back into it. A lot of times we uninvite God to the party and we don't even realize it. He waiting. He waiting on the invite to the party and we didn't plan the party we got the catering we got the dj set up we got the balloons we got all the stuff and then we wondering why the party wasn't the best party ever and we didn't invite the person that really makes the difference that really sets it off he's waiting on us to invite him in and prayer does that your next step is made known when you pray and when you pray today you are leaping into the future what we don't realize and what I don't realize, because every sometimes when I be like, I'm good. If I'm be honest, this week, I've had to force myself to pray every day. That's just a real tea, which is why this is on my heart, because I'm like, all right, I'm speaking to me like, girl, this is important. And it's important because I'm worried about the today, right? I'm seeing the clouds right now, but I know there's sunshine tomorrow. Like, I know that. And it's irritating because I want the sunshine right now. Like, you know what I mean? And so what I'm having to remember is that when I pray today, I'm leaping into the future. Prayer is time travel. Prayer is a deposit you make so you can withdraw later. Prayer aligns you with God and you're reminded that God is with you. That's something that only happens in that divine meeting, in that consecrated time. It can't happen anywhere else at the same capacity. 
there's a song that I listen to and it says, if you believe for a little today, then you'll believe for a lot tomorrow. And I, it just repeats that over and over. If you believe for a little today, then you'll believe for a lot tomorrow. If you believe for a little today, then you'll believe for a lot tomorrow. And then it's like, it only takes a seed of faith. Let it grow, let it grow. Like, get into the vocals. Ah, but <laughs> um, that. It only takes a seed of faith. We've heard that. But then it says, let it grow. Let it grow. If you believe for a little today, that is a deposit that you're making that you can withdraw on tomorrow. And it adds up. It adds up. And that's because each time we take a chance, each time we invite God in, each time we dedicate a moment to engage in dialogue with the Father, we gain assurance the assurance you're seeking for is in a prayer you ain't prayed yet it's in a prayer that you prayed and you have to repeat it's in the affirmations that you tell yourself it's in that quiet time that you have in the morning before you go on social media and god could just deposit something to you that's what happened to me when i just allow the space i give god the floor maybe i ain't said nothing you know what i'm saying because again i've been forcing myself like it's not i'm not really coming like yeah prayer woo. like i'm just not doing that this week so far and even when i allow space i'm gearing myself up i'll give myself my pep talk like bro you know you need to pray like let's get to it da, 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 da. there is a space there and there's a tugging in my heart that I know I need to check in with God right now. I know before this day gets started, before I hop on for work, before I do X, Y, Z, I need to have a conversation. And I know that that's the most important conversation I'm going to have the entire day. I know I need to talk to God multiple times a day, not just in the morning. Like, you know what I mean? And so as I'm reminding myself of that, my heart is starting to get open because it's going from my brain. I'm thinking it. To like, okay, you really need to do this stuff. And it has so many benefits. And so at that point, as my heart's open, I'm not even peeping it. God just said something to me and I ain't even said nothing yet. Literally, like that's how it happens. The proof is in the prayer. The very things that we're seeking assurance for. The very, how do I know that I'm going to be good at the end of this? The very, why am I doing this in the first place? Am I on the right track? The very... People ain't seeing me and that's irritating. All of the assurance that we're looking for is in the prayers that we got to speak. When we seek assurance, what's important to note is there are two main things that we should get from this time. And these are the two things that we need only if we hold on to these things they span out to every other area of our lives and we're good a lot of times when we're seeking assurance it's for these like sub points but if we get the main points it hits everything one we gain assurance in who god says he is and that he's going to do what he said he would do if we have an understanding that God is who he says he is and that he's going to do what he said he's going to do, then he can continue to just download stuff. He can continue to just give us things. It can be through people, through a TV show, through reflection time, through a song you listen to, through walking down the street, through a delivery order. Listen, I was bowling the other day and I got something while I'm out. Okay, uh, your girl was having drinks, your girl was bowling, eating a chicken wing, like I was having a good time, and I got a download. And it's because I am going to God, even when I don't want to, 
because I I have to get, I need something. And I'm recognizing that he is the person I get it from. And so the first thing that we gain, which is all that we need, is assurance that God is who he says he is and that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. When we have that prayer time, for some reason, in other moments, it just don't pop off the same as it does when we pray. And that's one of the main things that we get. The second thing is we gain assurance that we are who he says we are and that we will see his blessings on this side of eternity. A lot of times, especially in Christian circles, it seems like everybody waiting on everything. And some people are like, you know what I'm saying? And this is Bible is that even if he don't, I'm good. You know what I mean? And I feel like people use that as like this little backdoor thing of like not really uh, believing that it's going to happen anyway. So you throw that little like Christianese in there. Like even if he don't, I'm straight. That's real. God don't owe us nothing because he didn't did everything. Like that's real tea. However, I think real faith is if he told you something being like, yeah, period. <laughs> I'ma see that period. These million streams, babe, they coming my way. I'm gonna see them. I'm gonna see them. It's gonna happen. Um, whatever that we're searching for, believing for, we get assurance that we are who he says we are, and that empowers us to use our voices, that empowers us to show up and empowers us to not quit. Because we have received, that's all you need. You need to know who God is, and in relation to that, you need to know who you are. From there, it's easier to believe that you'll get the blessings that he told you you'll get. And not only will you get them, you're going to get them on this side of your life. Not in heaven. People be talking talk about like storing up treasures in heaven. That's a thing too. But God wants you to get his blessings here, like on earth in this lifetime. Because it brings him glory other people see that you popping they want to figure out how you popping you share your testimony and they're like oh bet let me talk to God too because I'm trying to be popping that's that's the work that's what he wants to see and so if he gotta bless you to do that he'll do it he don't have no problem and so when we believe and we get that assurance when we hold on to the promise it helps us navigate the ebbs and the flows that are going to come. It helps us navigate those moments when we go from having a zeal and a zest for prayer to having to give ourselves a pep talk before we pray because we don't feel like it. It helps us to go through those moments of talking to your friends and everything's good. You live in life. I, I, I to those moments and it's like girl I need a minute honey like I just I ain't I just can't do it right now you know what I mean and again prayer is a deposit that you can withdraw from later don't give up if you don't have it yet that's assurance of what's to come if you don't have it yet that's assurance of what's to come do you know I lost a friend and this friend was real close to me y'all like did everything together we were super cool and um yeah like that was my girl you know what I'm saying 10 toes down and we ain't cool no more we don't talk at all don't follow each other on social like it's just not not what it was for sure like you know what I mean and that was hurtful and towards the end of our friendship I received a confirmation from somebody. I was talking to them and I was talking to them about podcast stuff. I was talking to them about power and pros. I didn't mention nothing about my friend whatsoever. And at the end of our meeting, you know what I'm saying? We're talking about business and 
the person offered to pray with me. So as they offered to pray with me, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, I just feel like, you know, something's heavy on your heart right now. And I feel like God's telling me to tell you he's going to replace what you're losing. Like, you're going to be good. He's going to replace it and it's going to be better. So don't worry about it. And I started crying. I was like, oh, my God. Like, you know, I just felt so seen. And I had the assurance. I knew that the friendship was going to end. And then after I understood that it was going to end, then I started to understand how it was beneficial for me. Like there were some benefits to me not being friends with this person anymore. Right. And so I understood that with my head, but my heart was still holding on. I was like, this is, this is crazy. This is like my best friend and I'm not kicking it with them no more. Like that's wow. And so I was seeking assurance. I was like, what am I tripping? Are they tripping? Do we need to have another chat? Like all of this stuff. And in this one touch, this one moment with God through prayer, mind you, and it wasn't even on topic. I got assurance that I'm going to be good in a friend department. And I'm already starting to see it. But even in the times when I don't, it's been times when I felt like, dang, like not I'm in this thing by myself or not by myself because I don't I actually haven't been feeling like alone. You know what I'm saying? I'm, again, that's God giving me what he said he would give me. But there are moments when I can definitely tell like I had a person on this level of friendship and I'm not experiencing that at the moment um, at the, in the same way. I think I was looking for the same way and that is not what I'm experiencing at this time <laughs> so I definitely have had moments where I'm like yo like this is wild like there has been a drastic change and I'm still grappling with that I'm still navigating what that means and what has helped me is holding on to the promise what God said is that he's going to I'm gonna be good he's gonna come through in that area in that department and he understood where I was at and he sees me that's, that's just it. That's all. And so I hold on to that in moments when I would normally have done something with this person, right? Or if I have a flashback, I had um, thought I deleted some pictures of my phone, child, and Apple didn't send me. You know how Apple be making those little presentations and they be doing different pictures? I was like, uh-uh, what is this photo? And it triggered me a little bit. And I was like, that's crazy. And so I started thinking and I went back to the promise. Like, you know what? I'm going to have some pictures that top this picture. Like, and it's, I'm going to feel the love radiating out of the picture because I'm kicking it with the person that God has sent me for this time in my life in this season that's supposed to help me navigate this. And there's something in me that's supposed to help them navigate this time in their life. Like I had to really sit with that. And when I did, I felt better. I feel better. The assurance that we're seeking for is in the prayer. So the power tool for this week is to go to God with it all. Don't leave nothing out, period. When you fall off, go back. When you're disappointed, go back. When things are working out, but now you're not sure, go back. When things seem unclear, period. This whole journey, you've been lost, confused. Go back to God you're going to one gain assurance that he is who he says he is that he's going to do what he said he would do and you'll gain assurance of who you are based on what he said 
and that you'll see his blessings on this side of eternity. Allow your prayers to provide you assurance. It is possible. It is available to us. And God's not on no snaky stuff, y'all. He wants to present things to us, but he's going to do it in a space, in a place that is provided. When you lay something out, listen, if you think about the children of Israel, y'all know the story, the Passover, where everybody had to put um, the lamb's blood on their doors. God could have just let it rain blood and hit the doors that it's supposed to hit. He could have did all that. What he did was gave the instruction. It was up to them to get that lamb's blood and paint it on their door. There was It was an active invitation that, yo, I'm in this with you. And so where you're at, our prayers, that's what they signal to God is that lamb's blood on that door. It's like, yo, you the lamb and I'm in this with you. You cover me. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so you want to be sure that you are activating the blood that's available because you don't want him to pass you over now. Well, you want him to pass you over with blessings, but you don't want to pass up the blessing because you ain't, you ain't feel like putting that blood out that day. You know, and it is a cry. And that lamp, they they could have uh, TBD on if they was praying all night. I don't really know. But <laughs> I know for sure that was their prayer. That was their signal in the moment. And so that's why I opened up with it. If you can't pray, I listen, I'm telling y'all, I get it. There's some moments when we're just like, I don't feel like doing this. And sometimes there's not a real reason or there's a reason, but it's unknown to us, like whatever. But, or sometimes it's the enemy coming at us. Like there's plenty of reasons to not pray. Like it's plenty of reasons too, but there's also plenty of reasons why we don't want to. Like that's just how humans are. We don't want to do things that we know are good for us sometimes. But when we even create a signal with God, me creating that space in the morning, like, okay, I'm not scrolling on my phone, but also haven't opened my mouth yet. Even that, I got something. It's a signal of like, all right, I'm here. I'm active. I'm alive. I'm up. Like what's good, you know? And so create that if you don't have the words right if you can't open your mouth if you can open your mouth for two seconds maybe you have two dishes in the sink pray while you wash them two dishes that's all you got it's two dishes worth of a prayer give it to god if you fell off you ain't prayed in months go back today make a date to go back this week maybe by friday it's like all right let me say something by then i'm telling you you know what i mean we really 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 are missing out on the very assurance we need to activate our power when we don't step into prayer with the Father. So I hope this has been helpful because that is the goal. That's the mission every time, all the time, is to help all the cool kids be the best that they can be. If this is helpful, be sure that you follow your girl on Instagram at Power and Pros Podcast. And if you already follow me, share the page with a friend. And be sure that you tap into the Pros and Praise Pages newsletter. That is the place where all the cool kids gather. If there are any things that are further helping me on my journey, whether it is sermons, a little mini diva, whatever the case may be, I'm sure to share it with the cool kids there. And if there are any happenings outside of the podcast that I want you guys to know, tap into, that is where I share it. 